Good morning, and thanks for joining me again this morning. I'm sorry to have taken a couple weeks away, but my calendar simply uh, became too full professionally and personally. But it's good to be back with you uh, again today, and I want to continue in Psalm 104. Four weeks ago on September 28th, I shared an overview of Psalm 104, and we saw that this psalm reminds us of God's sovereign rule and control over all that God has made. God is creator who continues to provide for his creation. He sustains his creation. And then three weeks ago on October 5th, we looked at verses 1 to 13, and we saw that the creator who made the heavens and then the earth uh, he separated the water and the land, and he created dry land and seas and oceans. And then God brought forth uh, springs of fresh water for the animals and for the birds and, and ultimately for we humans as well. Today we see that fresh water also provides uh, the way for vegetation to grow, which will provide food and even lodging for all livestock and humans and birds and wild animals. So let's first read verses uh, 14 to 18. You cause the grass to grow for the livestock and plants for man to cultivate, that he may bring forth food from the earth and wine to gladden the heart of man, oil to make his face shine and bread to strengthen man's heart. The trees of the Lord are watered abundantly, the cedars of Lebanon that he planted. In them the birds build their nests. The stork has her home in the fir trees. The high mountains are for the wild goats. The rocks are a refuge for the rock badgers. Some of you will recognize that this section corresponds with day three of the creation narrative recorded in Genesis 1. Let the earth sprout vegetation, it says, plants yielding seed and fruit trees bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its kind on the earth. You see, with the earth watered, God causes grass to grow for livestock and plants for humankind to cultivate. The point being that God has provided and designed the land such that we can farm it and the land can bring forth food for our nourishment. Verse 15 specifically mentions wine and oil and bread. And these items were staples in Israel. God provided and provides still for our basic needs. But in our culture, wine and oil also points to God providing beyond our basic needs. He doesn't just provide, for example, water and bread. God also provides grapes for winemaking and oil products for the skin. And oil is used as a sign of God's blessing because we use oil for anointing. Uh, Psalm 23, 5 in the King James, thou anointest my head with oil, my cup overflows. James wrote uh, in James 5, verse 14, is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. In our church, we practice James' instructions when anyone requests prayer and anointing by the elders. And those are very sacred and holy moments, and they're one of the blessings that the Lord provides for us. And then beyond grass for food, the Lord provides trees, including 
the cedars of Lebanon, which were used for building, including uh, the temple built by King Solomon. Of course, trees also uh, provide a place for birds to build their nests. You see, God provided lodging for humans and birds and other animals by the giving of the trees. Verse 18 goes on to speak of God's provision of lodging for goats and rock badgers. They are examples of how God provides for all the animals. The point being that God provides for the ecosystems of nature. Humankind and animals and birds are fed from the earth. Trees provide lodging and so do mountains and rocks. Uh, the point being that God directly cares for his creation. God provides for our needs. God sustains us every day. Well, I want to conclude our time this morning uh, with verses 19 to 23. He made the moon to mark the seasons. The sun knows its time for setting. You make darkness and it is night. When all the beasts of the forest creep about, the young lions roar for their prey, seeking their food from God. When the sun rises, they steal away and lie down in their dens. And man goes out to his work and to his labor until the evening. You know, some of the religions around the Israelites worship the moon and the sun, but not Judaism and not Christianity. We worship the God who created and controls the moon and the sun. We worship God, Yahweh, Jehovah, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who made the moon to mark the seasons and establish the time of the sun's setting. God also made the darkness, which is a time when, when the beasts go out and creep about and animals such as lions seek their prey. And then finally, verse 23, by those cycles of the rising and the setting of the sun, day and night, humankind sets about our work. And our work reflects the creative work of God. So again, the point is that God rules over all, including the calendar and the seasons and the nights and the days. And we should certainly allow him to have rule over our work. God should be Lord of every aspect of our lives. There's no part of our lives that we can compartmentalize. God will not be put in a box marked Sunday. God is Lord of every day in every aspect of our lives. For God is the one who created us and God is the one who continues to sustain us. Is God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit Lord of your life? I hope so. I pray we will continue to let him have more and more control of our lives. Well, let's pray together. Praise be unto you, O Lord. Praise be unto you, for you control all things. You cause the grass to grow. You cause the trees to grow. You provide food and lodging for all creation. You, O Lord, control the rising and the setting of the sun and the moon. You control the days and the seasons. You are Lord over all. And I pray that we will come to understand that truth more and more. I pray we'll learn to quit trying to control things that we cannot control. Lord, I'm chief among sinners, 
when it comes to trying to be in control in ways you never plan for me to be in control. Have mercy upon me and upon others like me. Lord, it's, it's much easier to accept you as Savior. But as Lord, well, that's difficult for those of us who are stubborn and who are independent people. However, we ask that you would have more and more control of our lives. Grant us the humility to submit to your Lordship. And thank you again, Lord, for creating us and sustaining us and redeeming us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, bless the Lord and declare that the Lord is great, for he is. He created all that we see. He sustains all that we see, including us every day. Go out and bless and exalt the name of the Lord. May the Lord be with you. Have a great week. Goodbye.